Hello, everybody. It is us, Sam and Jordan. We're back after what, according to my computer, is a 10-month hiatus. Very typical for podcasts to take that much time off, wouldn't you say, Sam? Yeah, um, pretty pretty typical. Most podcasts are doing that now. It's yeah. like a build up the anticipation kind of thing. Really, what it's going to come down to is they'll, everybody's going to release one episode a year and so it's got to be really, really good. And that's what we're trying to do today, right? Oh, this is our one shot for the year? Yeah. Yeah. So I hope you got some things <laughs> planned for us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let me check my uh, notebook. Um, <laughs> well, it's good to be back. Uh, if, the, if anyone listening doesn't know, I took most of 2022 off of doing anything to help my wife get through her cancer diagnosis, which we did. So congrats to us. Uh, it was fucking awful. And I don't recommend it to anyone ever to ever do that. <laughs> but, you know, you learn a lot. You became closer. We got married, actually. A lot of catch up on. Wow. Got married in the middle of it. I uh, changed careers. I moved to a new house. So uh, this is like a whole new, uh, I'm a whole new man. Since yeah, last you got a lot done. I did. I got a lot done. <laughs> yeah, it's a great motivator. Yeah, it is. They call it the greatest <laughs> motivator of all. Yeah, it's amazing what you'll uh, put on hold to save your wife's life. Um, uh, but yeah, we've been, uh, we've been, we've, things are looking good now. So, uh, you know, hopefully 2023 is a lot better, a lot smoother sailing, you know? Uh, so I took a lot of time off comedy, a lot of time off podcast. I just didn't do anything. You really can't do much because, um, chemotherapy pretty much erases or at least the chemo my wife was on erases your entire immune system. So we had to do like COVID level, like early COVID level isolation for the duration of the uh, treatment, which was about eight months. And uh, so now we're good. Her immune system is back on back online. So that's good. We get our lives back. She just started going back to work. I just started working again. Um, different career, but uh, working nonetheless. And I'm excited to do a bunch of comedy shows. And we're going to try and do this once a week again, right, Sam? Yeah, we're going to aim for once a week, releasing on Tuesdays, hopefully. Well, Tuesday we're recording on. Drop. Are you going to? Yeah, okay, recording here. on Tuesday. I don't know. Maybe we'll record it and then bag it and release it on Monday or something. Yeah, I don't know. we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll get this one when it's supposed to be released. Yes, it will arrive exactly when it's intended to arrive. If we have any, mm. I mean, Looks I'm like sure we're, we're going to have to wake up our old any of our old listenership to uh, the fact that we're back in the game. I have had people asking me. Uh, oh, yeah, come back. But I just needed to make sure that uh, my life was uh, has had restabilized. Um so I can actually be in the right headspace for a podcast. So it is the philosopher's stone. It will remain that way. We are going to do mostly philosophy related topics still every week. Sam, is that correct? Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely going to keep doing philosophy related topics and themes and discussions. Yeah. So I'm excited. Um, I'm actually going to release a comedy album 
uh, in the next couple months. So look out for that. It's all, it's called the funny thing about cancer and it's all about my <laughs> wife's cancer journey. And, uh, the, uh, the, everything that we went through, well, not everything, but you know, we, it, it's a 20, 22 minute album. It's going to be pay what you want. If we're going to just give 20% of the proceeds to probably the Terry Fox foundation. Um, you'll understand why that specific foundation once you listen to the album, but, uh, keep your, uh, well, I'm going to announce it when it comes out. And, uh, I think it might be the only actual meaningful piece of art I ever create in my life. So please take some time. Is this not the announcement? No, no, it's not out yet. So this is not the announcement. (laughs) This is the pre announcement. Okay. Got it. I uh, still got to do a little bit of uh, tweaking on the audio and I got to set up a website for it so I can funnel people towards it. It's not going to be on Spotify for a, a while. Um, I'll give it five years, five years. <laughs> it'll end up on there. I'm sure uh, it's not meant to be chopped up. That's the thing. I think a lot of Spotify, I don't know if you have to, but most comedy albums are, you know, chop them up into tracks, but this really, I feel needs to be consumed as a whole. Which is why I only made it. Uh, I only made it like twenty minutes, so that's not. No one wants to listen to cancer <laughs> material for forty-five minutes. So it's only twenty minutes, but I think it's one of the best twenty minutes of comedy I might ever produce. So uh, let's uh, let's get some ears on that bad boy. What do you say? Wow, incredible! And uh, there might be a little bit of a tour in the works for May. Um, I don't want to jump the gun on the details, but, uh, there might be a little bit of a cancer themed tour with uh, another very prominent Canadian, well, not a, a prominent Canadian, uh, standup comedian is, uh, in the middle of their own battle with cancer right now. And, uh, they're going to come out victorious and then we're going to go out and we're going to tell the people what's up, what's, what's up about cancer. So that's not, uh, not set in stone, but there is a potential, uh, for a couple week long, little tour that might be formulating so i'll update you all on that as well uh other than that you can catch me uh, doing stand-up all around the okanagan valley as usual yeah and, and beyond and you, hopefully and, <laughs> wow that that's incredible so uh big tour not officially announced yet again no. another little proto little, little teaser little pre-promo <laughs> um but yeah it's all in the works i have a uh another there's a uh promotion uh comedy promotion that based out of Kelowna that is setting everything up um jackpot can comedy i think we uh you and i you we all know valina taskoff she's got her own little production company and she's making waves making waves um She's getting a lot of shows booked with a lot of cool comedians and it's very exciting and I'm happy to be a part of it. So uh, look out for jackpot comedy shows near you. If you're in the Okanagan Valley and beyond. Wow. Well, I guess you can't tell us who this, uh, this uh, well-known Canadian comic is. That's Um, I I don't know. I, I, I feel like it would be a faux pas for me to announce anything before the actual company announces it. But after the podcast, I'll tell you some 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 pretty neat things that have uh, that uh, she's been able to pull off. So, oh, um, oh, I caught I caught a pronoun there. I caught a pronoun. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Valina. That's what I'm talking about. Valina oh, is a woman. Oh, 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 oh. She is a woman. <laughs> we we have to just take her out her word on that one. But uh, um, 
Yeah. So Sam, you were just in town. You did some shows here. Sorry, we didn't get to hang out more, but I was extremely busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was just uh, in Kelowna. That was fun. Love being in Kelowna. Now I'm back in Toronto, and I love being in Toronto. So I'm just I'm loving. What do you like more? I am. What do you um, like more? I'm not really a rankings kind of guy. I don't like to rank. Wow, dodging the question. I don't like to rank. Freaking politician over here. Well, I mean, like that's like people are in this mindset now because everywhere you go, it's top five this, top ten that, top three this, rank this, rank your favorite this thing, that's rank true. your favorite that thing. I'm a sucker for the top ten. Uh, top. Yeah. If I see a top ten video on YouTube, I almost always click it. I'm an absolute. I'm an idiot. Absolutely, I just even if I, I hardly ever agree with them, and I, I just have to top ten, whatever, whatever. You can make a top ten video about anything, and I might watch it. Top ten, top ten videos. You, I'm Has sure, it's already been tried that yet. Maybe <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> they don't have the computing power for that yet. <laughs> That'll lead to the combinatorial explosion of the universe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the top ten, top ten, top ten. So that's where I'm at. Um, yeah, new house. This is uh, yeah, next time you'll have to come check it out. You're going to be back this summer, right? Yes, I will be back to Kelowna this summer, end of July, early August. Well, there you go. You'll come over and uh, you can lay eyes upon the new fortress, the new Strauss house. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. The the, the castle in the hills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, much better than my last uh, sad, depressing basement suite. That was really, uh, I, you know what it is? It's, it's a testimony to how much we like this house better because I almost never think of my old house at all. Like, never. So, in the past, I would have, like, nostalgic moments about the house that I just moved away from. But now, I, I, not that it was a terrible house. It was just, it would start to get a little depressing down there in the basement and the cancer and the <laughs> and the COVID and the... Yeah, some just, bad memories. Yeah. So, hopefully, 2023, the nukes can not drop. Give me a year for the before the next crisis. For God's sakes, just one year of normality and uh, our normalcy, or whatever you want to fucking normalcy, say. Normalcy, yeah. One year of normalcy. It's all I want. And then the chaos can ensue. I guess. What are your predictions? 2023 predictions, global oh, and sure, personal. Yeah. All right. Um. Oh yeah, I guess we should do yeah, we should do that. We should do like a whole twenty twenty three predictions. Yeah. Um and then we can do like a look back. I don't know, maybe we don't need to look back on twenty twenty two. I don't need to look back on it. Yeah, okay. Let's just go to the predictions. (laughs) I would love Uh, that to just stay (laughs) and I I don't need to look at it. I I was fully experienced twenty twenty two and all the horrors that it had in store for me and my family. So I'm 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 all set on that. Eyes forward. We're going. Uh, 2023 predictions. Okay. Um, we can go by categories. No, that's too hard. Um, yeah, like movies, world okay. news. World news. Why don't you start with, how about we each take a turn, okay. all right? All what, right. So let's Eddie, predict, what's uh, going to be the big global event that uh, affects everyone in 2023? Well, um, I think... Putin is going to shit his pants in public. I think that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> He'll deny it. <laughs> yeah. 
Even if we see it falling out of his pant leg, he'll deny it. He'll say the Russians put it there. Zelensky shit my <laughs> pants. Zelensky put a turd in his pocket. <laughs> that would be... You know what? How freaking the world just is slowly turning into a Coen Brothers movie every year. Like I wouldn't even be surprised if something like that happened. Yeah. Um, well, I think of that because I saw a video of the president of South Sudan uh, like pissed himself at a some sort of event. I think I read funny. about that. Yeah. I mean, you can come back just from gone. that. Is he old or is he just or is he drunk or is he just? Didn't have time. Um, I think he's old. He's an old. Just he's a an busy guy. guy. Yeah. He's an old guy, but right? so I feel like that's there. a sign that you need to step down. If you lose control of your bladder, how are you supposed to keep control of your, your people? He didn't even know it was happening. One of his aides, or he, someone spotted it, like because it formed a puddle on the ground. Oh my god! Uh, See, that's even worse. <laughs> you don't even know it's happening, and you're running a country. That's not good. Yeah. And then the camera crew was like filming it, and like they realize it, and they just pan away. Oh my him. god! But then that, uh, they all got ar- the whole camera crew got arrested and thrown in prison what? because of that. <laughs> what? Because they panned away, or because no, they got they it? <laughs> well, they I'm sure it. they were. <laughs> How were they supposed to predict that shit? What are you in well, for? Yeah. I accidentally I think they, did my job. Was, yeah. What? It was also live. Oh, well, I, he's like a dictator, I think. So. Oh my god, that. that's so funny! He blamed the camera crew. <laughs> Yeah. But I mean, clearly he's not much of a dictator if he's pissing himself. Like someone, people are just using him at this point. More like a piss tater, like, am I right? Any, yeah, piss tater. <laughs> I'm the fucking dribbler. back, boys. I am back. Well, okay, so you think Putin's going to shit himself? That's the big world event. Yeah, something like that. Some sort of accident. Okay, accident. Yeah, Do you think the war can... will come to an end this year? The Ukraine oh, in war. Ukraine? Um, yeah. In 2023, hmm. There's no, it can't possibly drag on for a whole nother year, can it? I don't know. Eventually, Ru- Russia Russia has a lot of people. That's the thing. Yeah, but this is uh, he's this feeding is very them into a meat grinder essentially. Yeah, like th- this is very reminiscent of the Iran Iraq War in the 80s, which was kind of a similar war in that Iraq had superior military technology, but Iran had just like. So gumption bodies to, yeah oh. gumption <laughs> <laughs> well so russia we'll has superior back, doesn't back. russia have superior military uh equipment than no, ukraine? they have vastly no? inferior equipment because oh. all of ukraine's stuff is brand oh, they're get, new from that's NATO. true they're getting it shipped yeah. in they're getting all those drones and the and yeah. the uh what are those ones where it's like a rocket but it shoots up first and then it's it's a javelin those things are so dope yeah, they have tons of stuff, tons of cool toys to kill people. But with. I will say, it really has taken the uh, hypothetical teeth out of the uh, intimidation factor of Russia this last year. Um, they still have a lot of nukes, can't deny that. But they're not impressing anyone, that's for sure. No, they're they're just very, very annoying and causing a lot of problems and obviously killing lots of people. It's yeah, bad. but I don't I don't think it's going to end in. I don't think really. You think this will continue on until twenty twenty four? Yeah, I don't know. It might. I I think it'll. If it ever ends, it'll end years and years from now. And until then, it'll just slowly peter peter out, peter away. Mm. Interesting, interesting. My prediction. Um, I think 
here's what's going to happen. Donald Trump is going to pass away from natural causes, but no one will believe that. No one will believe that he died from natural causes. And it will spark not a civil war, but an uprising from his base that will be um, uh, quelled. Is that a word? Quelled? Quenched? Quelled. Squashed. It will be put down um, immediately with violence. and um that'll be that damn is kamala harris gonna reveal her mech suit yeah she's gonna accidentally reveal super advanced military tech mech for suit. no reason <laughs> um and then they're gonna do an autopsy and they're just gonna find a chicken wing in uh, donald trump's throat after everybody's already dead uh, <laughs> choked on a chicken bone before they can stop the uprising and tell them it was a chicken bone, they're they're going to, uh, well, they're not going to believe anything really. That I think that that group of people that have really bought into the Trump uh, Trumpistan, uh, you know, they bought into it at this. If they're still all 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 bored, they're they're not going to really listen to anything. I don't think at this point. So you know, you just got to let yeah. them do their thing, I guess. No, if if they find a chicken bone in his throat, they'll they'll come up with something. They'll be like, "It was Antifa it was put like it in, there. injected by Antifa or something." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They implanted that chicken bone in him. <laughs> it's not natural. Yeah, they'll be like, "He probably asked for boneless, and Joe Biden gave him a yeah. bone in. Gave him a bone in. You murderer." Um, okay, well, world events, we got that down. Putin's going to shit himself, and Trump's going to choke on a chicken bone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, uh, what's next uh, in the uh, okay tech in the tech world? Prediction. Tech world. Okay, a new um, that's going to be the big technology thing in the in twenty twenty three that really changes the game. Uh, Twitter is going to add smells to tweets. <laughs> Can give your tweet an odor. Uh, it's just going to be Elon Musk's Musk. <laughs> oh, uh, he's gonna. He, no, he already did. He already did release a, a, a scent. Yeah. Didn't he step down as CEO, or was that something else? I can't. I don't know what the fuck to no, believe. No, he anymore. did a poll. He did a yeah. poll saying he would step down, and then I think. It was like 52 to 48 or something. And then he said, we've detected a lot of bots. So I'm, I'm not going to step down. <laughs> Which What's going on was... with that guy, man? <laughs> what is going on with that guy? He looks more and more like he belongs in a wax museum every time I see him. Like, why do you seem so weird? Why do billionaires always take on this like weird, shiny, melty look? Well, okay. So my, my theory is this, right? So he... And this would apply to other billionaires too, not just him. But he's like so wealthy and powerful, and like like gets all these things right. He's has kids with multiple, multiple women, mm-hmm. right? He's got all this stuff going for him. I think he gets off on uh, negative attention. Oh, you like, think for he example, gets he gets too much positive attention in real life that he needs to yes. go to the internet for the negative. Yes, like I think he's essentially on, uh, a very rich internet troll at this point. Yeah, I th- like, I like if, he... if you know uh, the subreddit uh, roast me. Yeah, 
So if you go on that subreddit, mo- a lot of the people who posts on roast me are very attractive. Yeah. That's because like, they want to, I, I think they're posting there because they're like, they literally are that full of themselves. They're like, you're not even going to be able to fucking think of anything. I'm so good looking. And I think it's partly, it's partly that. <laughs> and I think it's partly like they know that they're like, it's just, it's just going to be funny to them because they're so like, like secure and knowing that they're attractive to people. I don't think yeah, someone like who is secure them, is going to be amused by it. I don't think a secure person would even ask to be roast online. I think they're trying to val they're trying to get more validation from people not being able to roast them, which they think is going to happen. And then they actually get uh, their feelings hurt. And then they're like, what the hell was that? They're like, why would a secure person do that? Okay. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe secure is the wrong word. Maybe like, they're not going to take it personally but they're curious as to what their flaws could possibly be. Yes. Which I think is rooted in narcissism. Like they want to figure out what part of them isn't perfect yet. And then, so they can either change it or, or I don't know that I think a lot of these really attractive people that are asking to get roasted are hoping that people can't even come up with anything. Okay. Interesting. I, I don't right, know. Yeah, so that's could be anyway, my, my maybe, maybe you're right, but I, I think Elon Musk, I think he, he needs negative attention. I can see that with him. I think he probably gets so, like he he's got he gets everything he wants at a snap of the fingers, essentially any material thing, anyways. And I think that uh, most people he meets are probably total sycophants, ass licking people. That I'm sure he's surrounded by people that just say yes and pr- get sing his praises all day. And sometimes he needs a little you know a little fucking a little whipping. You know, he wants some of that BDSM over the internet. He wants to get tortured. He wants to get punished. And I think he probably does read a lot of the negative tweets about him. And I think you're right. I think he, although sometimes he does seem to get pretty defensive. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, all we need to know is that he wants more money. (laughs) Yeah. Isn't that a sign of mental illness if you want if you need money that much? Like at what point does money even stop taking on meaning? You know what I mean? Like uh Well, like, money is supposed to be an instrumental good. It doesn't have any intrinsic value. It's only worth what it can get you. Right. And so that's what makes it like so weird to see people who have these huge like sums of of wealth that they have like he he lost like over a hundred billion dollars and he's still one of the richest people in the world and it's it's like what can that money do what can you get with that money i mean What's it, what does it get you see yeah when you get that type of money you're buying i mean the biggest thing you're buying is like more power right yeah it you, must just be like a drug yeah i i think at a point yeah. it's because at, at a certain point you have more money than like any material object, any hobby you want to take up, any type of woman you want to sleep with, any type of food you want to eat, any type of car you want to drive, anything oh. you want, anything yeah. you can imagine. Combine yeah. all of them into one, you know, you can do it. Yeah. But that's not what they want anymore because they probably had yeah. it all. Now they want something that's more no, ethereal. Now, yeah, now he has to buy entire companies. Yeah. Like he has to buy Twitter. So he's, yeah. he's going to buy another company. That's what he's going to do. Like a new, another established. He's going to have to buy another toy. What's his next toy? 
He's gonna buy another. <laughs> he toy. broke this one pretty quick. He broke dude. this one. <laughs> He's fuck. Fuck this instructions. Too many parts. <laughs> Throw away. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought it was gonna be easy, but it was it was hard, and now I, yeah. I don't want it anymore. I don't, I don't like it anymore. He had his rocket toy. Yeah. And then he had his car toy. Yeah. And then he tried his uh, chat chat toy. I don't know. His uh, quote-unquote uh, town square of Social the world. Square, yeah. Yeah. I was listening to Sam Harris recently because I'm an intellectual. Um, and he <laughs> he just quit Twitter and he was talking about it. And he was like, yeah, it, Twitter only seems important to people that are on Twitter. Because once he got off, he realized that it's not that big of a part of his life. It's like, it really doesn't affect his life that much at all. And I've never had a Twitter. So I, to me, I've only ever heard of Twitter. Uh, I've maybe looked at, I've seen screenshots of people's tweets, but I've never had that, you know, I got to reach in my pocket and check out what Twitter is up to, you know, have, do you have no, a Twitter? No, me neither. No, yeah. no, I never did. I, I never got it out of principle. Cause when it first came out, I thought it was the dumbest, name possible for anything and i stuck by that even though i happily use google <laughs> so uh i don't know i'm just i think i'm i think i was uh i was right to not get into the twitter world but i think i think people that use it a lot are on it a lot check it every day they 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 put a lot more importance on it than what is actually reality that's my theory that's my string theory yeah. I mean, yeah, like people, that's the thing though, right? Is like, it, it matters to the people that are on it. Yes. And then it turns out that there's a lot of people on it. So <laughs> yeah. in that sense, it does, it matters a lot. Uh, I guess because there's so many people there. on it. Um, yeah, but I mean, it probably does influence, uh, policy and stuff too. I just, I'm just so disengaged with, uh, and what's the other word? Uh, Dis, uh, disfranchised, disinterested. I, I'm uh, dis. Ah, uh, what's Disheartened? the word? No, well, yeah. I mean, those are all good words, but I'm thinking of a different Disingenuous. one. Disingenuous. Uh, disenfranchised. Is that a fucking? That means that you've word? like lost your privileges. Disenfranchised. No, I'm like not you lost of... your right to vote. Uh, I must be thinking of something else. Anyways. I'm going to say disenchanted, maybe. I don't fucking know. Ooh, nice. I don't even know if that's a real word. That's a, anyway. Disenchanted, definitely a real word. Okay, well, guess what, Sam? I forgot what my point is at this point, so I don't know what I'm talking about. What was I saying? Um, you, don't like, you don't like Twitter. I do not like Twitter. Well, You're too I cool don't, for I, Twitter. I, I, yes, there it is. <laughs> I'm too cool for Twitter, and I will remain so. It sounds, I you're, think d- that you're distinguished from Twitter. Um. Yeah, I've been excommunicadoed from Twitter uh, from the jump, self-imposed. Uh, all right, well, that's. Uh, I think Twitter is going to go away, or at least be severely crippled, um, because I don't think, from what I've heard, uh, Musk took away a lot of the moderation as far as like hate speech goes, and it's devo- like kind of uh, devolving into like a pit of hate. <laughs> Now that might be propaganda I'm getting from like Reddit and stuff because Reddit hates Elon Musk, um, so that could just be not the truth. How do you even know what what the reality of anything is anymore? That's why I try to keep it my life in front of me, you know. As far as like try and focus on what actually affects you in your day to day, 
that's I would agree that everyone should focus on their day to day, especially what's right in front of them, mm-hmm. especially when they're driving, uh, yes. walking down the street, crossing the street. Those are uh, probably the most important times to keep your eyes on the road in front of you. Um, yeah, literally and metaphorically speaking. Um, okay, well, that's the tech tech predictions 2023. Um, How about uh, art, arts and culture? Okay, well, man, I really don't have my ear to the ground on that shit either. Uh, <laughs> what are some big movies coming out? You know what I saw? Okay, what movies have you seen recently that you really like? Uh, okay, well, I do have to give a shout out um, to uh, to horror movies in general, but also I just saw the movie Megan. Oh. And I got to give that movie a two two thumbs way, way up. Really? Yeah, it was phenomenal. What's, I haven't uh, give seen me any sort of react that well in a while. Oh, you saw it in theaters? So it's in theaters. Right? Yeah, really, really funny. Really funny movie. Funny, yeah. but it's yeah, a horror hilarious. movie? Yeah, horror, horror movie. Uh, it's like 14A, so don't expect like smile or, uh, yeah. or like scream levels of violence or anything like that. But I saw Smile. Do expect really funny. Yeah. yeah. Smile had like that. I thought that was one of the better ones I've seen in that genre. The f- opening scene was one of the more disturbing things I've seen in a while. Yeah. Um, but I thought, I thought it was good. Uh, but what was that other one? Jump scares and smile. There was one you suggested that I oh, hated. Uh, barbarian. Barbarian. Yeah. <laughs> you hated barbarian. <laughs> so, so bad. She just wants understand. you to be her baby. It's so dumb. <laughs> Uh, big old titties in that one, though. Big old titties. <laughs> <laughs> so if that's yeah. your thing, you should definitely check it out. Um, yeah, oh, I just saw something last night or two nights ago called uh, Malignant. Oh, I loved Malignant. You liked it? <laughs> loved that movie. Oh, my God, yes. That shit was wild. I... The- <laughs> Okay, I kind of called the little Voldemort twist at the end. Um, <laughs> the Professor Quirrell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I will say the like before that big reveal, I like you kind of noticed that this thing's moving very weirdly. Like, and that uh-huh. was like that in itself disturbed me more than anything. Mm-hmm. Was how it, it appeared to be like doing things backwards, or it's like limbs were moving in a totally weird way. Yeah, <laughs> that that really like disturbed me when I was watching that, especially the 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 scene where the cops like chasing him. Um, yeah, yeah, I liked it. Not scary though. Like, yeah, what I, what, I was I was kind of freaked out at certain parts, but uh, no, I thought either. a lot of this. I don't know. I get really like I, I I jump scares really get me, and modern feel like directors are finally like figuring out how to like milk jump scares for everything that they're worth. What so do you mean I, milking them? I feel like they've been overdone for years. Well, okay. So here's, here's my, here's my take on jump scares. Okay. For me, I like, I like a good jump scare when I know that it's coming like imminently in the scene. I know there's going to be one. Yeah. But I just, I don't know when it's going to happen. And then when they like when they can drag that out just long enough, drag out that tension. Like when is it going to come? When is it going to come? And that bam, hit me with it. And okay, I, I the, think the, that's the cool. only thing I really like for jump scares for me is I hate fake 
jumps jump scares you know what i mean oh okay yeah 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 like i if it's not actually going to be a danger like if you're not the guy's not actually in danger if it's just a jump scare then it's like their buddy like hey what's wrong you know what i mean that's the worst what's up oh yeah it's like it's like then they just train you to not be scared by of jump scares because it's almost never actually a threat so yeah i don't know i i I think jump scares need to be used very very sparingly 99 percent of the time interesting and they need to be actual danger like it's it's one thing when the monster actually jumps out and it's a jump scare it's another thing when it's like you know it's the cell phone ringing or a door slamming and it's their grandma coming through and they like fucking throw up on the ground they're so scared yeah exactly when's the last time you saw a movie that i'm thinking like can't sleep at night type scary oh um that's been a while i'm i don't really i don't want to see those kinds of movies anymore um (laughs) (laughs) you're sick of sleeping with a nightlight (laughs) um yeah i can't well that's the thing like i've noticed like horror movies are going I feel like they're leaning kind of away from being that kind of movie where they just like traumatize you and they're trying to be a bit more entertaining and like inventive and maybe sort of maybe like funnier, more interesting, but I feel like they're moving away from being like super serious. uh, What's it called? Um, I can't even. I can't remember the morbid. They're they're less morbid. I, I, think. I see. I see. I I, I might be ignorant. I still think that um, Hereditary is one of the best scary movies I've seen in a long time. That thing was like perfect for in my eyes. It's for yeah, that genre. There's another like, uh, film coming out soon. Oh, does he? Midsummer yeah, was all right too, but I wasn't really scared. I was more like, "This is weird." Um, it, it was disturbing. <laughs> this, is <weird. laughs> this is weird. It, w- it was very weird. But Hereditary really, like, oh man. Oh, I actually did watch one. Uh, oh no. It, okay, I, it's called um, Significant Other, and the first half is very, very much like that sh- that movie, The Ritual. I thought the ritual was really good too. Yeah, that's a great movie. Ritual is good. Um, and then the second half, it became almost like a comedy. I hate that. I hate it when everything's scary, and then the third act, it all falls apart. That always falls apart in the third act for me. These movies, they always like end up being not scary by the end. Hmm. Yeah. That. Yeah. That. That is. I don't. Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, I'll have to see that. I do like it to keep a little bit of the, a little bit of the, the scares. You're but, like what? Yeah, looking at. I, I like it when they keep keep some scares. I don't like it if the whole all the scares go away in the third act. That's that's dumb. I know, but like it's so hard to pull off that third act and keep it scary. That uh, the same problem with uh, barbarians. Uh, I forget how Smile ended, but I remember Smile. I thought kept. I thought it was pretty good all the way through. Yeah, Yeah. I thought that. Yeah, I thought they they were the best 
third act in that type of genre I've seen in a while. Um, yeah. Anything else you've seen recently? I watched Glass Onion. Oh yeah, that was great. Yeah, I actually had a. But I actually had one, a thought about that. That one fell apart for me in the third act too. Like I was really, really loving it, and then the third, like the hope, the way they wrapped it up, I just thought it was. I just thought it didn't really live up to the original, the uh, first one. Oh, like the solution to the mystery. Yeah, I thought the first one was way, way. Uh, they just pulled off the whole mystery aspect of it better. Yeah, yeah. I, I, th- I found it like I, I kind of agree. Like the way they saw the mystery wasn't the best. Um, just because like it's kind of like a, you know, you're pulling a fast on the audience by having one of the characters be a secret twin. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> and also it showed you things when. And then it, so it would show you one thing and you'd be like, oh, I saw that. I caught that. And then they, they're like, is that really what happened? And then they, then they show you, no, this is what actually happened. It's a totally different thing that happened. And you're like, okay, so why am I even like trying to like follow along? Yeah. Am well, I supposed to not be trying to follow along? Because if you're just going to say, actually, that's not what happened, even though you're, you saw it with your own eyes earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I thought, um, I thought it was uh, like, I thought the movie was like refreshing in the sense that it's like you, it's like the whole point of the, of like a mystery movie like this is there's like a crime committed and they're trying to figure out like the facts, like how, how do we solve this problem? Like what's the answer? Mm -hmm. And there's, there's like one right answer. Like there's one person, there's one story that makes sense of all the facts and like everything fits. Yeah, and that's like what the whole movie's about is trying to find that, trying to cut through all the noise, all the like deception and stuff like that to get to the truth. Yeah. And I thought, ah, like that is like, is that the genre of our time? Like when we're living in the world of uh, misinformation, you know, all, all the, the fake news and misinformation and people believing crazy shit. And like, how do you sort out? Like, what is the what's the true like story that explains the world we're living in? And no one can agree. And I feel like we're living in a freaking glass onion. (laughs) Well, I will say this. I would watch another movie with that Daniel Craig character because I find him very entertaining. Yeah, he's hilarious. Benoit Blanc. Great character. Yeah, Yeah, really good. Well, I've been watching, uh, while we've been talking, I've been watching the uh, trailer of Significant Other on IMDb and this is a weird looking movie. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is weird. I actually, I mean, yeah, I thought it was very inter- like I would, I would recommend it, but I would not hype up it as a, you know, I wouldn't say it's terrifying or you're going to be scared. I would say it's entertaining. Um, kind of the main character. Well, I don't want to spoil anything, but there's a character in it that is just anytime they're on screen, I can't help but think they're being funny, even if they're not supposed to be. It's just one of those people. I think I'm. Uh, who it is. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. But uh, I watched. Okay, here's the movie that I would recommend. That is not scary, but it, it's kind of in the. Um, it felt a lot like uh, the first Knives Out movie a little bit. It wasn't a mystery, but it was definitely had like same kind of, I guess sense of humor sensibilities had the same sensibilities mm-hmm. and that is the menu oh yeah i saw that as well you saw that yeah that was great what did you think of that 
we gel. <laughs> <laughs> I that actor is awesome. I forget it. the guy who plays Voldemort. Um, oh, Ralph Fiennes. Him, his performance in Grand Budapest Hotel is like one of my favorites ever. Yeah, the uh, the menu is a great movie. Another class movie. That's another prediction I have. Oh, final final prediction for me. Okay. Um, there will uh, the lower classes are gonna rise up again. Like the workers in, of the world, like violently or for uh, yeah, I'm predicting some sort of class tensions are gonna start boiling. Over. Okay. All right, so yeah, that's your world. Uh, one of your world predictions: global. Putin's going to shit himself, and then the the middle class is going to take their power back, or there's going to be a middle class again instead of just a upper and lower class. Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I mean, there, I would say that there is class conflict going on right now, and it's being waged upon the lower classes by the upper classes, mm. and that might just keep continuing forever, or it might swing the other way. Who knows? Yeah, uh, it people all depends, are people are going to be less friendly. I'm predicting more animosity. More, hey, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I feel like I spend too much time on Reddit because they all have like it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty much an echo chamber on that bad boy. Yeah. Um, but they talk a lot of like about the billionaire, like they want to eat the rich type of thing. Um, did Joe Biden? Didn't he just pass something where? Uh, certain like they uh, you have to pay taxes as a big corporation uh thought i saw it on the news (laughs) (laughs) i'm not exactly informed but i thought it was something that he tweeted something that's what he wrote in the bill (laughs) yeah hey you gotta pay taxes hey uh (laughs) someone if you make a lot of money you gotta pay uh your fair share and that was what he put on the bill um yeah Nah, what, I who think, am I kidding? Things are just going to keep going exactly the same as they are. Yeah. I mean, at least, shit. do you think Donald Trump's going to win the election in 2024? No, I don't think he's going to run. I don't, you don't, th- he thought he said he was running. No, I think, I think he's going to be in legal trouble. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well. I think he's an old man and he's getting tired. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think he's going to choke on a chicken bone. So he's not going <laughs> to run anyways. <laughs> What am I talking about? He's not even going to be alive in 2024. Yeah. Um, CIA chicken bone got him. So at least we'll get away from that a little bit, don't you think? Because whoever they pick next can't possibly be as big of a, you know, um, a circus sideshow type guy. Like, I think the, the all the fucking crazy people on the right that, like, kind of wandered out of the swamps uh, when Trump was running are going to kind of dissipate back to where they came from i don't know i don't know i uh i wouldn't go that far i would think that the kind of crazies that loved trump they were all crazy way before him oh yeah i know Uh, he didn't invent the craziness no but i do know that he did get a lot more people to turn a little bit more crazy he just he he tricked them yeah, he lied he, to they everybody. They got tricked again. Like the, it's the same story that happens every every time in in America is the politician says that like, "Hey, I'm gonna shake things up for you." Yeah, and they believed him to the extent that they tried to take over the Capitol building. Yeah, 
And uh, he didn't, yeah. And it was all just a trick. Like he's, they're not going to do anything for those people. No, Donald Trump hates poor like people. He's yeah. not going to fucking help poor people. Why would he do that? I think yeah. he has an, an actual disdain for people that make less than like, oh, I mean, I don't know how much he makes a year, but I think he has a disdain for the lower middle class, like a real disdain. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's the same. It's like, it's almost exactly what's happening in Brazil where it's like the same kind of guy. Bolsonaro, his he lost, says the election is stolen. All of his followers try to take over the building. Yeah. It's like uh yeah. the, the Spanish yeah. reboot. <laughs> yeah, well the... it's like well actually I don't know. Maybe it's like what I was saying about like class war. It's like the January sixth people, like the supporters of Trump and the supporters of like Bolsonaro, um, like the ones who are like putting their own lives at risk in support of these politicians. They're not doing so hot economically. No. That's what I was I was talking to. I think it was Mike, our, our mutual friend, Mike Legrande Corker. And he was, we were talking about how people, I just am of the opinion of people that spend their entire lives involved heavily in political uh, movements or agendas are just uh, mostly people that are just constantly posting political stuff online, but aren't actually like in a political, you know, just your Joe Schmo who's constantly posting uh, essentially political propaganda. I think they're pretty much fucking losers. I don't think they have anything well, else going well, on. Well, okay. Let's, yes. In, in a sense. I yeah. said what I said. <laughs> I think they're okay. fucking losers. I, I, in a sense, you're right. They are losers, but they've lost through no fault of their own because as far as they can see, the system is rigged. And they are looking for someone who can save them because they're in a they're in dire straits, and I think that is the point: is that there there are there's like people that are like like in these shitty situations, and when that happens, and they they always like look for like the strong figure who can pull them out of that bad situation, and so as long as like the shitty economic situations persist in like whatever mm-hmm. countries these are, like United States, Brazil, whatever people who promise like make these big promises like these big powerful strong men type of guys they're gonna stay popular i think i know i'm just trying to i'm just saying like everybody like most people have stuff going on in their own lives that they're focusing on they don't need to spend their entire day engaging in the propaganda machine reposting and posting and reading and getting inflamed and getting all angry and then it's like don't you have a family like go play some fucking checkers for a bit you know how can you play checkers when you know that hillary clinton is sucking adrenochrome out of the baby's ear how can you play checkers one move at a time baby (laughs) 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 <laughs> One move at a time. Double jump. <laughs> Double jump. I don't give a shit. You know what? That's her prerogative. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> that baby volunteered. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I, I it's just getting exhausted. I think people got to burn out on this whole political climate thing. After yeah, we can only Anyways, pray why for are we talking about that. this? We're feeding the machine right now. We need more. What are we doing? What's what's doing more predictions outside of the politics realm? Um, number one uh, ice cream flavor 2023 I do not like ice cream next question <laughs> uh, which musical artist will have the biggest year 
this Bad Bunny guy I'd never heard of. He was the highest selling guy. Yeah. Have you heard of him? His highest selling artist of the year. I think two years in a row or most streamed in the world. Never heard of yeah. him in my life. So I, I, uh, when I heard that he was like the biggest artist on the planet, essentially, I mm-hmm. looked him up, didn't recognize him. He does all uh, like kind of Latin music. Oh, I was um, going to guess hip hop. I think it's like a fusion, you know, um, hip hop, hip hop, bad bunny. I get it. I I get it. I get it now. Do you think that's why he chose bad bunny? No. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows why they choose any of their names? Little baby, like 10, 20 years ago, that would have been out of the question for any sort of rapper. Little baby. Ah, I mean, You're there must be so many guys who little baby. <laughs> oh, there's probably so many little babies out there, and he's the only one that got noticed. I think he's dead. Did little baby die? Little, little baby, baby got died. an abortion. Lil Wayne did not know what he was starting with that little, little. Uh, oh, was he the first Lil? Well, according to the rapper poet Eminem, all of these modern rappers, all these SoundCloud, quote unquote, little SoundCloud, little Zan, little baby, all these like new age SoundCloud rappers were all just ripping off Lil Wayne. Oh, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. wrong. When has Eminem ever been wrong? Um, (laughs) Oh, I think he's still alive. Little baby's still alive. Maybe Um, he's little boy. Little boy at this point. Can't be a little baby forever. <laughs> He's got two kids. How's a little baby got two kids? <laughs> he is actually 28 years old, so it's time to grow up, little baby. Come <laughs> little, little man. Two kids. Um, let's see. He's got <laughs> great songs called school. Drip Too Hard, You Dig, Hey, Do We Have a Problem? Those are all of his, those are some of his tracks like this those. year. They're all just things that you would say in everyday conversation. I don't know. Turns them into song titles. It's great. I I think that is pretty common for these guys. Once they pop and get a lot of like, once they become famous, they essentially just hire people to write for them, write their lyrics. And they just come in and they essentially, someone's already wrapped the lyrics and sung the hook and they just have to go in there, listen to it and then do their own, do it again. It's exact same way, but with their own voice. And then they just cut it. And that's the record. And I think that because I, I really think that once these people get famous, they're they're enjoying their fame, so to speak, and not sitting down with a notebook necessarily. That's not I'm not saying that about everybody. Not saying that about everybody. But I think a lot of them. Apparently, uh, Drake's ghostwriter is like suing him because he didn't give him any money for like a whole album or some shit. Yeah, that's me. I really Motherfucker hate Drake. Owes me millions. Motherfucker owes me millions. <laughs> Could you imagine your face next to his face on the news article? Ghostwriter <laughs> Sam Laboon. Oh, Drake would lose all credibility if if you our should, faces appeared. I can't believe he has any credibility to begin with. I just I don't understand this new generation of uh, some of these rappers. Although the best rap album of the year, in my opinion, and I'm not listening to a lot of rap albums, so take that with a grain of grain of rice or whatever uh jid you ever heard of him he's a young guy and uh he's like he's really really good jid yeah jid jid it's actually i think he's our age but he's really like his the album he put out this year like blue i've been i've been listening to that shit on repeat lyricism ain't dead baby (laughs) 
Jid. Oh, such an annoying word to make your name. Well, that's why I, I don't know. Who knows? It's, it's better than little baby. That's what I'm going to say. Little baby's easy to say. Like you can just little baby. You barely even have to move your mouth. <laughs> well, JID, you can say JID, you can say Jid, you know, there's other, you know, there's two ways to say it. Jid is like J. I got to do the J and then I and then D. Well, how do you feel about saying my name, Sam? Because that's uh, a lot of effort, apparently. I got the J in there, too. Uh, Strauss. I just say Strauss. <laughs> the whole Jordan part. <laughs> I should just start going by Strauss on stage, not even just screw my first name entirely. Yeah, J. Strauss. Just Strauss. I was, I mean, I've been, I've been, I debated for a long time going by my first and middle name just because Strauss is like, you Google Strauss and you're going to get 20 other people before you even find me, uh, let alone my stand up. So I, I have to, I have to cut you off. My, my laptop is about to die. Okay. Well, we made it to 52. So that's not bad for a first episode back. Uh, it's no good content. to be back. <laughs> yeah. No content. Next week we will have a philosophy lesson and, uh, we're going to try and do this weekly again. It's good to be back. Uh, we survived 2022 barely absolute fucking nightmare but i don't want to get into it i'm glad to be back glad to be doing more comedy glad to be uh in a new place mentally physically spiritually i've converted to buddhism over the uh over the last year as well so mm, Hare krishna uh Hare krishna is hindu not... i think i'd know more I'm, a hindu buddhist. I'm a buddhist now so i kind of know more than you <laughs> Um, yeah. So reincarnate that you bitch. Uh, all right. We'll see you guys next week. (laughs) Bye. See ya.